Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of The Grind by NETM, the second episode of the, the Quirk series, and we are happy to be here again to give you more stories. Um, Be co hosting this, I have with me today a savior. <laughs> um, who's it? It's good that everybody probably knows the So, good day, everyone. My name is Uzim, and I go by Emmanuel as well. So, it's nice being here. Um, this is the Quack series, and it's actually our second episode. So, this tells a lot about how much we want to see the unique abilities behind our guests. Last week, we had the unique opportunity to have uh, Osita, Jewel, and Jessica, and we heard their stories and how much it has affected their life positively, and I'm sure you wouldn't want to miss out in today's so, so please stay tuned and have fun. Okay, so we've got three people again, Elsie, uh, Kenne, and Lucy. So I would just give it to either of them to um, Tell us a little something about themselves. So, Elsie, yeah, we're going to start with you. Ah, uh, why me? Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't believe the hype. Anyway, um, my name is Elsie Ogier, as most of you know. Um, I'm fortunately a scholar. Yay! <laughs> um, a little about me, I am an adult. <laughs> I live, I've lived in Lagos all my life. I know boring. Um, Traveled a few places, but mostly been in Lagos. Um, grew up here, schooled here. Hoping to live here soon, Sha. So <laughs> there's that. Um, I think that's so real. Me, I um, before coming here, I've uh, worked in across different spheres and sectors. I've had my own business. I've worked in marketing. I've worked in at events. You know, I've just done a couple of things. Um, Done, I've worked in business and branding and media. Interesting, fun, adulting stuff, but basically that's the summary of my journey before coming here. Um, so yeah, I think NTM coming here is a very different sphere from what I've been used to. I, you know, I'm, I started, I wanted to delve into the technology sector and this was a good start. So yeah, I think that's the basic summary. Cool. That's pretty cool. You sound like someone is supposed to be informed on that thing. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah. say that. So yeah. I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's my that's okay. my. Okay. <laughs> okay then. Uh, Kenny. So uh, um, thank you very much, Ibami and Uzim. So my name is uh, Emmanuel Okeuma. So fondly called Kenny. Kenny Chuku for long. I've been for long. So I'm um, I'm the second born of six. Family of. Uh, I'm the first son, so I was born in Lagos, I'm from Enugu State, uh, schooled here in Lagos, primary school, secondary school, before I went to the University of Nigeria to come for my tertiary education. So, served in Adamawa State, then started my career in the tech space. However, although I've been working in tech space as, a, as an SAP consultant, mm. but I've been involved in marketing, mm. helping small and medium businesses to also grow. I'm also involved in media, 
also involved in the music industry and mm. likes. So my, my 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 life has been so <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Whenever you see them discussing politics, football, sports, yeah. I'm there. Mm. Food I like girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, I like so I like guys too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I do physical exercises, like I work out, I run, I go to the gym, play football and likes. So by and large, that that's been my life and um, I like my I like my family, you know, I like my family, my parents, my siblings, so they are these ones that you they are so annoying but you can't hate them. Obviously. <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> so that's just a summary of me. All Thank right. you. Thank you so much, Kelly. I think that was really like pretty much interesting about <laughs> you. I didn't know all this. The only time you that you used to intimidate me. <laughs> Alright, so and uh, finally our last guest is Tosi. Alright, um, hello everyone. My name is Uluwa Tosin Oludayo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have this nickname that you yeah, really do not know, um, Professor Geet. Okay. Uh, I give myself, but I can't remember why I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Well, uh, I, I think the professor part, um, I think growing up, um, I used to cause a lot of trouble with grammars. Okay. I was a kind of bombastic girl. Going somewhere, causing issues with grammars, and then trying to confuse and discombobulate everyone. I was born in Oyo State. Uh, I grew up in Oyo State. Um, I schooled in Lagos State. Um, I went to Edo State for a training. And I think this year, with the help of God, I will make my first international trip. Ooh. Thanks to NUTM. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, professionally, um, I worked in the oil and gas as a business analyst. And prior to that, I've done a number of um, social goods. Um, I've educated more than 10,000 students mm-hmm. um, across different um, states in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I see myself as a management person. I see myself mm-hmm. delving more into like maybe any sector, consulting, me becoming part of the top management team, helping them to like increase their money and <laughs> get more money for myself too. Yeah. Alright, that's all about me. Oh, that's really interesting. Thank you so much, Tosin. So, um, I'm pretty much fascinated about your story, Tosin. I think I'll start with you first. So, drawing the line between you born in Oyo State, I don't know how cause you found yourself in here, but you in Oyo State, a grammarian, and how it has led you to becoming this analyst who has worked with oil and gas. Can you, so, can you just give us like a trade line into how it all developed? What inspired you? The idea behind the Prof Geeks, mm. what came about <laughs> it? You could have looked at every other cyborg. Why Prof Geeks? Okay, okay, so um, with respect to the business analyst, uh, mm. my dad, when he was alive, he owned a bakery, mm-hmm. and uh, we had only two boys in our family. Mm-hmm. So anytime I leave school back then, it was resuming his bakery, sometimes we support with the operations and the rest. And there's always this big question that I always have in my heart, like, why don't we like bake two bags of bread? Why do we do only one sometimes? Why do we even bake one bag? And then we are only able to like sell like maybe some few dozen and then the remaining bread just gets like waste away. So these were like the major questions in my heart and I couldn't really find an answer to it because I was a science student back then in school. And all we were doing was divide the eggs, physics, <laughs> chemistry, geography and the rest, not so much of business on training. So I was always reflecting and thinking of what I could do to like help the business. And I think all of this later more help into like um, thinking about how to like better support the business and the rest. And uh, all of this um, combined with my maybe my academic dexterity back then in school. Um, even though I started as a dollar in primary school, I repeated in primary one. Then I had to like find my way in primary four to like taking the first position or two. My secondary school, first or two, not second for once. All right. Um, I think all of this exposed me to like the dynamics of learning, and I got really interested in like like learning. I mean, looking back now, I've done more than 100 online courses. I've done about three million MBA courses and. 
I'm even looking forward to like um, a master's program in like management that will better help me to like grow. I mean, the very fact that my dad owned his business that um, was not growing, then I was always thinking of how to help. I mean, also the fact that um, some of the teachers I've had like interactions with always like opened up my horizon to like the possibilities that could happen to you when you learn. All of these things, I mean, looking at all of them like mesh together. Mm-hmm. I think these are like things that have opened up my eyes to like um, the world of <laughs> so yeah, um, thank you for that. I think we'll just keep up on this piece. I, I'm liking what I'm hearing. So looking at this now, at your life, can you like have a retrospect to a particular event in your life that probably has shaped you? I know you made mention of your parents growing up. You made mention of when you had failed, even if it went to the primary school. But looking at it now, what can you picture back and say, this was one unique thing that probably like morphed you into becoming who you are today? Okay. And you can actually like coach yourself accord. <laughs> Alright, um I think looking back, I'll probably see an event um in my third year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean like I mentioned I was a very smart kid growing up, even though I started as a dollar. I was best student in primary school, mm-hmm. I was best student in secondary school, I mean I had the best white result in my local government. And during my diploma program in the University of Lagos, I had like first class among the best five um mm-hmm. in my um, diploma. But then in my third year I was in first class and I participated in the program the competition called Unilever African Identity Competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was on first class in that second semester, mm-hmm. and then the whole period of the competition was during my examination week. I mean, um, there were a number of things that I've never been exposed to before. One of them was like participating in a competition, I mean, like inter university competition. I mean, so I thought about all of the effort that I'd imputed, I'd written essays, I'd written essays, I'd worked on my teams to like develop a pitch. I was thinking, am I going to drop this thing at this stage right now? And I was thinking, well, I think I'm good enough. I can rock school and the competition. And then that particular period in time of my education, um, I was shoveling the competition for school, writing exam. Sometimes I would not read those, go to the exam or rock it. And then I think I had like the lowest CGPA, 3.50, mm-hmm. and my result crashed. But then the ex- exposure I had at the level, I mean, interacting with business leaders, meeting very smart young kids from different parts of the country, I mean, thinking in ways I'd never thought before. I mean, the uni level was the only first time of me sleeping on the It takes time even buffet. I'd never seen a buffet before. And me eating three course in the morning, afternoon, and night. Me interacting with the best of leaders across sectors from uni level to PNG. I mean, people were doing stuff. And that exposure really opened my eyes to what could happen to you when you stretch yourself. Mm-hmm. I think going forward from that, my third year, even though I wasn't like, my result dropped. There were so many things I delved into. I mean, I delved into the world of public speaking, I delved into social entrepreneurship, I delved into business, I mean, I delved into like applying myself to almost anything. And I mean, all of these things, I mean, they have really, really helped me to better understand the world. I mean, I, I learned from those processes that I could talk, I learned that I could write, I learned that I could lead people, I learned that I could handle projects. And I mean, these are really like the major life skills that were probably looking back. I think that those ones are really superior to the old qualification I had back then in school. So this is like the major event for me and that really like is like the tipping point for me because of my career. Hmm. Yeah, this is really really profound. I remember like a quote and it says um, when when the mind of a tech bro gets expanded it cannot contract the girl. So yeah, 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 yeah. So like modernizing it, tech bro. It makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. Like it's really, really profound. Um but it seems to be like a mix of bittersweet, um, because I don't know how it's it's you know, there's it's it's like you trading off an option for the other. Like you, you have to make a choice and what they are 
regardless of which choice you make, you're always going to be losing, uh, leaving out something, right? Yes, and being able to make that decision and being able to like stick to it and being able to like take the lessons of it because like even afterwards you still kept delving into stuff like, and it's uh, yeah. So so I really do vibe with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really do vibe with you. Yeah, I was I'm actually sure. talking with Ayobami and I was like, if there's anybody I want to listen to, is actually Tosin's story because <laughs> I remember the first day I saw him. <laughs> the first day I saw him was more or less like, I don't know if you can still remember, that was during the COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I saw Tosin. Where me, I was just on my little nice colored shirt and Tosi was toxic, all said, I think this serious guy, you're just going for a test. <laughs> but ever since then, I've always like looked up to him because I feel like you're someone that has this unique personality and I feel look hearing your story really like gives me that understanding of where you're coming from, <laughs> where you're going to and perhaps why, why if I should collect your autograph <laughs> before we leave. <laughs> so <laughs> it's really nice hearing your story. You guys should want to see you guys should want to see you right now. Thank He's you so much. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you for that. Um I think I'll just move over to <laughs> Elsie, she should. I think she should go. Let's see the best one last. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry about that. So, okay, um, Kenne, okay. So, let's just hear like a bit of your life. What's so unique about you? Uh, Tailoring back to your past. What makes you the superhero you want to be? Oh, what's the superhero? Well, this is a difficult question anyway. So, I remember back then. So just like Tosi said, you know, with kids, never known failure. Mm. <laughs> well, so grew up um, in uh, Lagos, as I said, so primary school was really dope. So I, I, I still give credit to one girl, like all through our classes, the girl was just popping the class first, 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 and I was one following it. In fact, there was a time where, in fact, she, 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 she missed class. But she missed almost like three weeks. Mm. I was so happy, and that was in 24. I was so happy that at least if I take this first, if I, if I just take this first, it's all over. Mm. She came back, and that, I think that was like zero point zero. She talked to I was so angry. So uh, I was an air boy then in primary school, from there I entered the secondary school. Second was just in that top top five and all that. But but what really changed me was okay back then I used to be very dull in junior secondary school. I hated maths, hated anything academics, play playful. So what really changed me was back then in SS2, where a teacher of my mathematics teacher gave us an assignment. I was like, any one of you solve this assignment get a gift. I'm always this serious guy. I don't I I I I didn't even feel I would do that. But I just felt ah, if I do this thing, it's not about, about the gifts. What if I want to do this maybe with an exam or something? So I tried it. That's one lane I want simultaneous. Kept trying it, kept trying it, even while I was sleeping, eating and all that, kept trying this um equation and all. Until I got it. So when I got it like the next day in class and I showed everybody, wow. So the man was like, Emmanuel, Emmanuel is a new mathematician. <laughs> so that was how I solved almost all the questions in general mathematics as it's two. Same thing in um, SS3. You solved when the whole questions. <laughs> and he does the same here. He does the same here. Kenneth solved all of our essays. I'm like, I'm kidding we are giving them. I don't know how to them. So went ahead, you know, I couldn't get anyone in mathematics. I got beat. So, 
but the shock, shock, like the biggest shock of my life was jump. I do jump three times. I was like, like the first one, medicine and such. No man, I ain't smart, science, dance, school, study, medicine, doctor. <laughs> my father said you must be doctor. My dad, my mom, mom, mama, doctor. You know all those kind of things. So jump, jumped me. <laughs> so twice then until the third one. So when I entered the University of Nigerian School, so life was really cool there. Yeah, you know, talking class and all that. So finished. And you know, got uh, posted to Adamawa State. So Adamawa State really was like a turning point because this is the first time I'm leaving my parents aside from school. Because school was, I left my parents, I went back home, so like if like a village or so. I have my aunties, my uncles, and um, my grandparents around. But Adamawa State was like a turning point. I was there alone, and I just told myself, Mom, Dad, send me no money. I'm a man. Like that's the first time making a decision in my whole life. I I. Father, what did this what did I do? I taught jump lesson, taught white, taught uh, 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 INEC adoc staff, hmm. did junior representative, did DSTV installer, like did every of these things. Was fending for myself, saving money, did my passport, I got everything set because I know okay after this now I'll be applying for scholarships and the likes. So I got everything set on. When coming back, I got gifts because they say not. You know, I'm a lot of things. I bought I bought a whole lot. My parents were like, wow, they knelt me down, you know, rebo things, brought my hand out, post it on my hand, started praying for me and all that. Mom, this, that, 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 that and all. So I started working, so worked in an SAP as a training, left there, started working also as an SAP consultant in Shell. So was fending for myself, my family, my siblings, at least helping out with uh, some needs in the family. Up until I think last year, so I lost my dad last year. It's, it's a very sad story. So uh, uh, my dad was uh, complaining about chest pain, chest region, and all that. So we kept going to the hospital, going for tests and all that. That's why whenever I go to any hospital, like today I went to the hospital, an hospital due to our third lab stuff. I just felt this nostalgia, like man, I almost cried. <laughs> but my my colleagues didn't know, but I just felt this nostalgia. Where went to the hospital back then? Told me my dad was taking his drugs, recuperating. Was like, in fact, we watched the Champions League finals then together. Bayern versus uh, PSG together. We watched the semi finals, Leipzig, PSG. Like, it was so current. In fact, the night he died, we were together at the uh, sitting room we discussing the uh, 2020 Edo election. The use of Obaseki. Uh, so, me, I was trying to act as the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I was as a young one trying to tell him that her APC are really strong and all that. So, we were discussing. Not until I think at, uh, one hour later, he, he was he was struggling with his breath. And this is quite really um, like it, it was traumatic for me because uh, you see your dad that has been that hero. You know, while growing up there, we as little kids, we always see our dad that and this one is untouchable you know he doesn't fall sick you know even, even if your dad is falling sick he will not let you know okay i'm sick you will see me that strong superman you want to also look up to and all that so you see that strong superman lying helplessly uh, on the floor and uh, it was really traumatic so we rushed him to the hospital and he wasn't able to survive it and it dawned on me that man guy this Thing they call death is inevitable. It can happen to 
anybody and I took the mantle of responsibility though young but I just had to take the mantle of responsibility I spoke to my siblings almost immediately took the course down to the east as the first son did the many rights and all that so I think that's that situation I don't need to go into details because I, I will get more emotional so that that particular event of my love has, has really shaped my life so I think I'm a better leader now because this is no longer uh, booky booky stuff this is life and direct so there are some things you can't even learn even as a PhD older but experience them I experienced a whole lot within that period of time from September 2nd when my dad died see now like I'm still experiencing it like for earlier today, I had said too many cases, my siblings see this, now this one says sick, this one send money to this, that, this, this, you know? You still keep calling to check up how is everybody doing at all because you are now the new father and the new husband to your mom. So I think I'm a better leader now. I also think I, I, I have really understood all what my dad was saying back then. All what he was saying back then. I, I think by, by back then, I may be seeing that, oh, what we say is that daddy to the pyre. Oh, mommy, you too, you are too, mommy, why are you shouting? You know, we keep asking, mommy, why are you shouting? Daddy, why are you shouting? You understand? But now, those shouts are now like a, a, a an undertone voice yes But that's what they say, you don't take anything for granted. So that's why when you see me doing things like all these and all, you know, I just don't want to take things for granted because you know you never can tell where you you really blow <laughs> so that has really shaped shaped me so I've, I've taken life more serious because i know that i have much more responsibilities to cater for and i think it has also made me to uh, also uh, see my various perspectives on life and see life as see we, we, we are strangers here it will happen I know it will happen, but just see it as when it happens, just take it in God in good faith that this person is with God and you are here on earth to continue what he has stopped. The legacy doesn't stop. My father left a whole lot of things for me to cater for my siblings and their land, houses and like but I just I just pray for God's wisdom. All through those periods of time I was praying for God's wisdom, God's direction and all that. I I think I am still thanking God that he it really helped me then and it's still helping me. But uh, by and large, this is just what has shaped me and it will keep shaping me. Just like what Afro said that, um, in the presentation, understanding grief. Grief is a forever thing. I'm still going through it and I know one day I'll come out of it and I'll be happy. But I think it's the experience it's giving me and the 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 the, the, the good effect it has really shaped in my life i think i'm enjoying it and going forward i also want to continue it thank you wow 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 i really i don't know i feel touched i feel i can tie myself to this because growing up i actually lost my mom at a young age so i can imagine how it feels like losing a parent at the same time trying to fill up that shoe so it's really interesting seeing you rebound back from the whole experience owing to how much things we're going through. It just makes me remember what Paul said today. Mm. Paul, the CEO of Landmark, yeah. saying that 
in life small or less in Nigeria, you have 16 people who depend on you. So imagine people looking up to you and you it giving them the reason. To me. Immediately said that, yeah. I, just, I just smiled. So, I was like, mine is even more than 15. <laughs> it's more like you are the one they all look up to. You are the reason why they shouldn't fail. And yeah. at the same time, you're trying to fill up shoes of someone who has also set up a legacy for you. So it's more like everybody expects something from you. And I'm glad to see that you're making use of this opportunity. So when I Obama started that, you're someone who even qualifies to be more than a TA, any TA. <laughs> we all can beat our chest and say that. At the same time, we see you like, how are you able to balance the whole book, study, life, and everything? It's really like, uh, phantom, like I try to have, I try to phantom it. How do you do it? You got sports there, you got <laughs> every leisure there, and everyone. So, I really admire your kind of person, and I'm glad to hear this kind of story. So, when we see the real superheroes, we cannot see them. <laughs> you don't need to wear a cape, but at the moment, we doff our hearts for you. So, thank you yeah, so much for thank that. You. I really appreciate I very, that. I have a lot of respect for you, man. Like, because that was the, I think the, that, that was during the beginning of NSP. We had met there. Yeah, yeah, didn't even start NSP. <laughs> Tell me what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About that. Because I, because I remember we connected. Yeah. We we're, we're in connection, and I I I uh, well maybe from miles away, but I actually followed through the whole yeah, process. Yeah. And, Thank you. And it was, um, I I really did feel feel it, and I could relate to it because like it was it wasn't just it wasn't more than a month before that uh, my cousin's husband also died, and um. This was even really serious because the 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 husband's family never really were on good terms with Ooh, the wife's wow. family and that resulted in issues. The, the mom the mom of the husband thinking yeah the mom of the husband like you know you can imagine what could come up with that um trying to seize properties and stuff like that like it was just really really huge and the people who were there like my other cousins they had to they had to grow up like grew 20 years of experience in just like one two weeks so it was it was really really huge and i really do understand how the impact of that can actually be like your life plans and everything will just <laughs> get formed at once yeah so um yeah so elsie mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm just you know listening to everybody's talk and i'm just like you know you guys have really been through the world <laughs> and but it's good because like has come out well you know we're still in the formative years but it's good um my story is a bit different you know because i started out life very well in terms of the way tosi was saying started as a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the exact opposite, opposite, right? You know, so I started in school, I primary school, I had the promotion, you know, all of that. Um, I was doing well, I went to secondary school. I changed secondary school like three times. Yeah, I went to three secondary schools. Um, Same thing with me. I was doing well in my schools. I, you know, I was going okay. I wrote Jamboli once. I got into I got I got into university in medicine and surgery. Um, many people don't know this, but I was actually in med school for three years um, until everything started to fall apart. Right, I wasn't passing, and it's funny because like you know people who knew me then like school. I was like one of the first people in my set to get that. Yeah, I, I got into university. At 16, so like it was weird. So like, but you can imagine I was in university from 2011 to 2018. 
that's yeah that's seven years so um i had to leave med school i left med school for after four after three years um and it was very it was a very difficult time because my parents didn't understand why, you know, I, they felt like I'd wasted their money. I felt like a failure, you know, because many people who had even, imagine like finishing secondary school at 16, entering university at, when, when I was in 2009, like in 2011, and then, you know, seeing people who didn't get admission when I did, I had two admissions in, to university, I had in like, I had in lorry. So you can imagine like, so it was, it was just crazy, right? And I saw my friends who didn't start when I did. They had, they started, they finished, they came out, did masters, got out, um, and I was still there, um, feeling stuck. In fact, like when some of them were just almost finishing, I was just about to re-enter university in 200 level to study another course. So for almost a year, I was at home after entered university so it was a very difficult time i think that was the turning point in my life because like i i felt more alone than i ever was um and it was difficult imagine that you are living in the kind of house in, in african home and like your parents are like me that was already on the path to come in the they're like oh what happened to you you know so it was difficult even living with them was difficult i was just it was a terrible time. Let me just put it like that. It was just a very terrible time. But I came out of that and I went to school again. I think that was a turning point in my life because um, when I went to school again, I was different. I was. I felt like I had aged, you know, because of everything I knew and everything I had been through. So I was different. I was not as friendly as I used to be because I felt like the weight of life was on me. You know, like. Um, I, I was just different. So I went into school, I was, you know, more than determined to make something out of my life. Like, okay, my parents are like, I beg, let that just shall go to school, <laughs> you know. So it now seems like, oh my grandma had planned, like, when I finished um, med school at 20, like 23, because I started early, you know, finish, do this all, do that all. So I had plans, but like everything was just exact opposite. And when I went in, I just like, I, I started thinking about life differently. Um, I got into, I, I started thinking about things differently. My mindset changed. I started thinking, okay, what can I do? As when I started my business, you know, I started my business. I was, you know, I said I had I had a t-shirt company, and it was so like 300 level, you know, 400 level. My business was doing very well. Like I had interviews on radio, you know, I was going places, things were picking up and, you know, things just started to change for me. Um, things were, you know, turning around for me. Um, so I think that was, yeah, that was a turning point for me. Like you know, just realizing that life never always take you down the path you think you're going, going to, to yeah. you know, but it's fine because if you, if you, it may not look like it at first because now I'm reflecting. My friends are doctors, by the way. One of my friends came this night and she's a doctor, she's a dentist. Um, but I look at things, I look at where I am now, you know, and where where they are. And it's not almost as if it worked out for you. Because many of them are, you know, Nigeria doesn't pay doctors well. So I like almost everybody I knew trying to leave medicine. They are even trying to leave the profession. You know, she was telling me she's learning data analysis. Huh? Oh my goodness. Yeah, she told me. Wow. She was telling me, yeah, she was telling me I should learn data because to even leave the country, you need money. Need How will you like get money if you work? You know, I didn't even know they hadn't paid them since January. Wow. 
So so I thought about it now and you know I'm looking back and I'm like, oh all these work together for my good. Mm. Because that would have been me. Mm, you know, so I came out of school. If because of that mindset, I said I said looking for things even while school. I took on, you know, I said learning skills, I took on digital marketing, from there I got my jobs and all of that. So that had been like my from my business to gave me some exposure and visibility. So people started trusting me with their own businesses, you know. I said also doing some small small work for businesses, like helping them understand their business, you know, and um people wanted to know how I started, what I because when I started, nobody really helped me. I had to find out things on my own so yeah that has been like my growth journey and because i knew that my parents already felt like i failed them at one point so i felt like i had to work extra hard you know harder than my siblings or like anybody else because i needed to prove myself so i'd you know do the most you know take courses apply for stuff and throw all of that process i just wanted to be you know my own person you know that's also why i also did not serve in lagos I had the opportunity to serve here, but I did not because I wanted to know myself, right? I came out of you know school and I was like, okay, I'll serve somewhere else different. So I went to serve in Makodi. For one year, I was just on my own with you know people, very few people I knew. Just I wanted to think. I knew that serving labor would not pay me, you know, because I needed to know where my life trajectory would be. So all those things were turning points in my life, you know, and they have shaped me now into the person I am. So I take life more serious now because I know what it is to have failed and I know how bitter taste, the bitter taste of failure is, you know. Nobody really wants to, no people don't really want to accept it when you fail, you know. And I, I still had to do stuff in school then, so I'll be going to school and everybody will be like, you know, I'll be seeing my class, we going to class, you know, and I was just at home, you know. So I know what it is to have been that person and it, I just... I can't be that person anymore, you know, but I know that it's possible to fail and but you don't have to keep yourself dead. Get up, dust yourself and stand up again and so I yeah that's that's just how and you know coming here also everything just kind of worked out for me and and from here I also believe that things will go on from there. Yeah, so that that has been my life, you know, in a very short, painless story. <laughs> I'm speechless. Yeah. Okay, imagine now the reason why you used to walk to the beach every day. Just let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I survived. So it's like, you don't even remember one of the things I when people say the most devastating question you want to ask answer in that difficult part of your life is waiting happen. Mm-hmm. When they start actually waiting happen, how did you get here? This wasn't the best way now. And you, you find yourself going back to all those emotions and like, am I a failure? Well, looking at how things have transitioned for each and every one of you here, it tells a lot about how much more life has in stock for you. Mm-hmm. And I see greatness. Let me start with that. I feel I should get each of you's autograph before I leave here. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I'm glad that we all saw these situations happen in, around us and we didn't allow it to derail us. Rather, we saw it as a stepping stone to something better. Another thing I usually have in mind is whatever situation we pass through in life, it always has an expiry date. So it doesn't last long with us. We don't live with our problems throughout the duration of our lives. It comes to a point where we say enough is enough and make the best out of it. So I'm glad to have listened to your story. And as I can say the same for all our listeners out there who will be listening to this. And I'm, I'm hoping that they can make the best out of everything you've all said here. And I can't wait to see something come out from all of you. 
And and, and just to, just to just to buttress that, uh, we actually got really positive feedback on the first episode. Like people were like, this is this is. Uh, people really spoke of the impact that the former story. So, and I'm very sure this is this is this is really gonna have similar effect. And also, I think you guys have really gone way farther, probably you might think, in terms of like your good journey because you're all talking about this this really difficult moment and you're like smiling and like um talk like just. The humor was there, that's so yeah. like that's and that, and that requires a very high level of emotional intelligence. That is really really profound. Even watching you guys is inspiring me. Uh, so so yeah yeah. Uh, as Uzim said, thank you guys for listening to this. Um, thank you all for being here. We really did appreciate this, and we look forward to the third episode. <laughs> we look forward to more of this, and um, have a great day, guys. Thank, thank you. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I want to follow you in <laughs>